This podcast is brought to you by Anchor, the fastest and easiest way to make a podcast. But more on that later. For now, let's get right into today's podcast. Quick reminder before we get into today's episode of the podcast, I want to remind every single one of you to go to our podcast page on Instagram at Listen to This Why You Shit. Go over to our Twitter page at Listen and Shit. Give us a follow on both accounts. We post clips three times a week on both accounts. And if you have the time and if you are an iOS user, iPhone, iPad, MacBook, whatever you got, I need you to go over to the Apple Podcast app, leave a rating review. Uh, whether you hate the podcast or you love the podcast, doesn't matter. Reviews help the podcast, get recommended to more people. And since you're already on your phone or your MacBook or your tablet or your iPad, whatever the fuck you're using, uh, go over to YouTube. Just hop, skip over to YouTube and uh, subscribe to our channel at Listen to This Why You Shit. Uh, hit the bell icon to get notified whenever I drop a new video. Um, I'm poor and I want to make money off this shit. And subscribing will really help a lot. Just all you got to do is subscribe. Come on, say it with me. Subscribe. No, I know. It's weird. But like, I know you're in your car right now, so it's fine. Subscribe. Matter of fact, I know you're on a bus right now and you're not trying to look crazy. I get it. Come on, just mouth it with me. You ready? One, two, three. Subscribe. Welcome back to another episode of the Listen to Why You Should podcast, home of Potty Mouse, the only podcast that encourages you to listen to why you shit. The fastest growing podcast in the history of podcasts. Now Google that because that is a fact of who you going to believe, nigga. Me or Google, they're minding your data right now and be afraid of them niggas. I'm your host, Dom Sharp. I'm back again with some new content. I'm going to fucking head with, man. Remember, I love you. You are love. Now have a good day. Wait, sweetie. Mwah. Uh, I want to remind everybody who listening right now to go uh, to our Instagram page at Listen to This Why You Shit. Go to our Twitter page at Listen and Shit. Give us a follow on both accounts. And if you had the time, 
go over to our podcast page on Apple Podcasts. You probably listen to this shit on right now on the on fucking Apple Podcast. And uh, give us a five-star review. Well, don't give us a five-star review. Give us an honest review. If you hate the podcast, you love the podcast. Don't matter to me. Just review this fucking podcast so it can pop up and people will, um recommendations. Recommendations? Yeah, that's the right word. All right, man. Um, back again with some new content. Like I said, I actually have no idea what I'm going to talk about. I have some notes that I wrote about uh, shit that happened two weeks ago. But um, this shit, like I said, this shit is from November 20th. I wrote this shit. It is currently when I'm recording is December 1st. Man, this is this is a topic big pause. This is like a a, 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 a a current events podcast. And when I'm not up on current events, Ah, it ain't it ain't good. <laughs> it is not good. It's not a good thing around here. Um But um do I have any music things to talk about? There's been a lot of music dropping the last few days, actually. But last month or so has been a lot of music dropping. On the baby dropped the album after his dead brother, R.I.P. to his brother. The album's pretty good. That Magda Stein, that, that Magda Stein album is garbage. Um matter, matter of fact, let's start there. This that Magda Stein album is not good. It's it's not and let me say this. The album is not made for me. I understand that. I am a cisgender uh male. Um it's not made for me. Mag didn't make uh fucking good news with the with the idea of like, oh, Dom, 23-year-old black man is gonna like this album. No. But the women I've been speaking to also don't enjoy this album. The album is not good. Now this isn't a hot take, because I think the album has been widely received as not good, but Still doesn't excuse the fact that it's not good. I think the body yada 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 yada. I think that song is annoying, but I also think it's gonna work because anytime you retweet, anytime that you fucking repeat shit like that over and over again, it's bound to get stuck in niggas' heads. Like it's stuck in my head, and I should not know that. I should not know that song. But a lot of that shit is just bad. It's not. It's not good music. And and let me say it again, the album was not made for me. I know. I have no, I have no fucking reason to have an opinion on the Magnus Stallion album. I'm just a man in woman's business. I get it. You don't gotta tell me that. But shit, garbage. <laughs> like it's it's garbage. It's not good. And the album sounds really expensive. Uh, it sounds like her most expensive album to date. Not just talk about the features because the features are not like, um, they're like it's not really any different features from like most of their shit besides for the scissor feature. Um, but she got the baby on it, City Girls, Pop Can. Like, it's not really something different, but the way, like, the actual beats, the music sounds, the music sound like, oh, they went out and, and got some real producers for this shit. Like, Meg attempted to make a pop song on this song. It's the, I can't think of the name of the song. It's la, 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 ba, ba, ba. I'm a big girl, so I don't cry. That shit is so garbage. But I know that song was expensive. I know that wasn't a cheap song. I know it wasn't. And the reports that Meg is going to sell 100,000 first week, I believe, was what DJ Academics tweeted out. And um, we don't like academics, but academics is usually correct when it comes to uh, artist predictions. So I believe that we can believe him on that. Um, I believe I believe it was 100,000. Let me let me make sure. Yeah, uh, she's, she is protected to sell. No, Meg Thee Stallion sells 100... Uh, hundred, a hundred thousand, a hundred, one hundred thousand. Excuse, I'm dumb, guys. I'm a fucking idiot. It's a hundred and three thousand. I'm sorry. It's a hundred three thousand albums first week, which isn't bad. It isn't bad. Like she outselled 
everybody else that week. Like everybody else got outsell by a lot. The baby sold twenty thousand first week. Jeezy recession two to- sold twenty five thousand first week. Like she outsold everybody else that week. Everybody else. But a hundred thousand for that album doesn't seem like it's gonna be good enough. Now, depending on uh, what her deal is, and uh, first of all, let me get in. Not a fucking another disclaimer off top. I'm not. I'm not fucking. Uh, yo, she's on a bad deal. Twitter. I don't know what her splits is on the on, 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 on like the business end, and I don't know how much money the label actually put into the album. But like I said, it sounds expensive, so I don't know. I don't know if a hundred thousand actually recruits it. But a hundred thousand isn't a bad number to sell, especially when everybody else sold twenty, twenty, twenty to twenty five thousand first week. So good. It's, that's a pretty good first week for Meg. But doesn't excuse how bad the album sells. My one note about the Megastyle album. I think that Meg is known for, uh, number one, making great party music. Um, if I got some baddies around, know what I'm turning on? Some Meg. If I got the baddies around, Meg, the, the Meg set about to go off, nigga. The Meg I'm starting with Captain Hook. You know what I'm saying? A little body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. You know what I'm saying? Like the Meg set can go off. Like it, that's that's the music you want to play when the baddies around, because they gonna shake some ass to it. But I think that if you listen to this album, it's really poorly written, and nobody's expecting Meg to be a great fucking lyricist. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying oh I, I want I want Meg to be Big L. No, that's not what I want from Meg. But what I do want is is clever. And catchy songwriting. And I think that is lacking on this album a lot. I think the lyrics just fall flat. They just fall flat on their face a lot. I think it's the same thing. Um, I say I, I said this about, I don't know if I put this podcast out, but I said it about 2 Chains. 2 Chains has, like whenever 2 Chains releases music, 2 Chains is going for the radio hit. 2 Chains only make music for radio hits. Even his album cuts are meant to be radio hits. It's meant to be songs that are played on a worldwide scale. So when you miss on that radio hit, it just sounds cringy. And I think Meg is an artist in a similar vein where their album cuts are supposed to be radio hits still. The whole album is supposed to be on Billboard. That's the, that's the point of a Meg. That's the point of a Meg the Stallion type of artist. And when she misses on his album, she misses. Like the misses are like, ooh, oof, oof. That one is not good. And that's my point when I say she should bring in some writers to help her write. Not that I don't think that women can't write for themselves, or I don't think women uh, have have the capability to be to, to fucking be lyricists. Because in my opinion, I think JT, I think JT of the City Girls is the best when it comes to like the new women rap shit. I think it's JT and fucking Flo Millie. I think JT talks about just being a bad bitch and like how she don't fuck with these niggas the best. She makes it sounds the best. I think Flo Millie has the best flow. And I think Meg falls is somewhere in there. In like in between, but I, th- I still think she falls like behind those two when it comes to like the best women rappers. Um, so yeah, I think Meg just need writers. Like the, I think that's the biggest. I think that's the biggest glare, the biggest, the uh, the biggest water stain on this album, if there is any, in my opinion. Like I said, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have an opinion on this album, but if I could have an opinion on this album, I think the biggest problem is that I think that Meg just sounds like it falls flat. She falls flat on her face. Way too many times. And I think that she had, like, somebody in there to punch up those bars. A lot of these songs would sound better. Like, comedians, like, when comedians write jokes, they'll have the base idea for a joke. They'll have it set up in a punchline, and they will tell it to their comedian friends. And they'll be like, hey, bro, you should say this. Or, hey, this is a good line. Or, hey, what if you took it this way? Or, what if you took it that way? Like, they, like, they punch up the joke for them. 
like they get the joke to its maximum funny when they bring it around comedians. Now that's still your joke. You had the idea. That is your premise. That's still yours. But I'm going to help you get the maximum funny out of it. I'm not saying that the label should just bring Meg a fucking finished songs. I don't think that's what I don't think that's what you do. I think Meg is good at coming up with a premise for a song and an idea of how she wants this song to sound. She's proven to be good at it. Like she like it's, it's proven. It's like you know what I'm saying. Like the Meg formula works. But I do think that the, there there could be um, some improvements. And I think a writer will add to those improvements. I think Cardi B uses writers, and I don't think anybody's saying that Cardi B. Uh, like I, I think the biggest knock on Cardi B is just her fucking delivery. I don't think anybody would say her Cardi B's lyrics are lacking. I think that because she uses writers. Parties and Fontaine is one of her biggest co-writers, and he makes great music. So yeah, I think that Meg just need writers. And honestly, like I said, I should not have a fucking opinion on this. I know you're probably getting tired of me saying that, but I just need the the fucking women mob to know that I'm just not out here crit- fucking critiquing women for the sake of critiquing women. I'm not. But um, other than that, um, I heard I did not listen to that Little Wayne album yet. I heard one song on it. Well, uh, it's not an album; it's a mixtape. No Ceilings Three. Um, I not have I've not heard um the whole mixtape. I've heard one song, and that was the Drake song, and that song was fucking amazing. That beat just go crazy, nigga. Like I like. It's something about when Drake just get on beats. Like, first of all, I sound like I sound like I'm about to nut talking about Drake right now, but hey, bro, sometimes it get like that. Like, like, like if it wasn't for fucking, uh, fucking DJ Khaled talking over this record. Hey, come on, nigga. The blues is now kicking and dinner is three Michelin. I don't eat red meat, but still got beef sizzling. Know that I need discipline. I keep singing for all these hoes. They keep listening. Niggas love to bro up with the boy and that fishes, but we are not equivalent, dog. I've been the only child, don't need siblings, and I'm past him like the times that he's living in. Okay. Oh, my God, nigga. Yo. Would Drake get on this fucking type of instrumentation? Not to mention Wayne verse is actually pretty good on this song too. Like I like the, I, I like Wayne's verse a lot on this song. But this Drake verse, nigga. This Drake verse got me excited for the Drake album. Like a lot of the Drake singles that has been dropped this year, it doesn't really excite me. Like I haven't been like the the fucking DJ Khaled two pack. Eh, okay. Those are leaks. The uh the, uh, the fucking album of leaks, uh Dark Limo Date. Darkling demo tape. Ah, it's okay music. I like a few songs. Haven't really, haven't really um, revisited much of that music, but this shit right here makes me go, okay, this the bag we're getting into for uh, uh, Certified Lover Boy. I'm here for it. If this the bag we're getting into, then I'm here for it. And by the way, I had a take on this podcast about four months ago, maybe five months ago. I forget the episode. But that Drake was falling off, just based off numbers, just based off numbers, not based off like, you know, also and based off based off numbers and based off um, just general sound of the music, how the music sounds now. I feel like Drake hasn't been producing that as high as level as we know Drake for producing that. Um, I had to take that Drake is falling off and Certified Lover Boy has to be a classic or Drake will be uh, um, uh, uh, he the, the the throne would no longer be his. Like the certi- like certified lover boy has to be a classic, or the throne will no longer be his. It, it, it won't be. Like I know niggas like me who like that kind of rap will always love Drake, 
But these young, like young niggas younger than me, uh, first of all, <laughs> I get weary when I say young niggas now, because Lair and Lionel always make me feel weird about saying young niggas because them niggas 30. Um, they be like, yo, bro, you, you, you ain't got no young niggas, you a young nigga. But I'm like, bro, I'm 23. It's mad niggas younger than me. <laughs> like, come on. Like, it's young niggas out here, 19-year-olds, 18-year-olds, who don't see Drake as that kind of guy that I see him. Like, they just don't look him that way. They look at Uzi that way. They look at Cardi that way. They look at Amy Youngboy that way. There is no longer this, this, uh, this, 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 Drake no longer has, like, his foot on the youth. Drake, Drake no longer has his foot on the neck of the youths. That's not that does not belong to him anymore. That belongs to niggas like Cardi, uh, uh, Uzi, and NBA Youngboy, and Baby, and uh, Lil Baby. Let's not Lil Baby stands to get mad when Lil Baby getting that left out. But those are the niggas who like the young niggas are like holding up as their goat now. So Certified Lover Boy has to be one of them ones, or Drake is on his way to being deplanted. Is deplanted the right word? Drake is on his way from being. Um, taken down from that pedestal that we've put him on for the last 10 years. Drake is the, like, when, when you look at the kind of artist Drake is, right, the kind of artist who has all the big records, like, all, like, he, his, his game since, like, Views has been like, yo, I got all the stats, I have all the numbers. When that's your game and you, and you don't put up stats no more, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like when like when when you're missing with Tootsie Slide, when you're missing with Grease, like when you're missing with these songs that would have been songs in the past. Like these would have been songs that rocked in the past. It's like maybe maybe we're not feeling you no more. So does Drake give us his 444? No, I don't want Drake to give a a, a 444, but what I I listen, I've been saying that Drake said it on I believe it was Sanchez Rose on um Scorpion he said, "Niggas want a classic. That's just ten of these. A classic rap album. A classic album from Drake is a rap album. Give me ten songs rapping. But I don't think that's satisfied enough people. I think that for Drake to give us a classic album, it gotta be first. Gotta be twenty songs because he's a big artist. He's gonna give us twenty songs for sure. You give us ten of those rap. You give us ten of those rap joints. You give us ten of those R and B joints in the lane of Jaded." In the, lane of, in the lane of take care, like, you gave us those type of joints because those are the ones that people receive well. Like, there's two type of Drake fans. You have the rap Drake fans, you have R&B Drake fans. And the only way to appease them is to make, take the best 10 possible songs you can make of both those genres and say A-side, B-side, put the album out, and everybody's happy. So all I say all to say is this B.B. King freestyle really got me excited for the Drake album. Like, I'm actually, like, I'm actually like anticipating it. I there's not really albums I anticipate anymore. Like um I remember back in high school, like um Schoolboy Q dropped the album. I was like anticipated, like um I forget when I forget what album was that was. I can't think off the top of my head. But because the internet was an album, like I, I was fucking anticipating. Like I was anticipating these albums because these were like artists that I grew up on and I, I was like, I can't wait to hear these. And they don't disappoint. But nowadays music is dropped differently now, and like it isn't that big long wait and roll out most time artists be like yo i'll be coming out tomorrow i'm out tomorrow that's usually how it goes nowadays but drake still has that effect where like i'm waiting for it and i'm waiting for it actually i'm really excited to hear this drake album um oh yeah um 
does that end my um hip hop second? Yeah, that ends hip hop. Just basically, it's a lot of music that's coming out. Also, I listened to the Joe Budden podcast um last week, and they were talking about uh, the Juicy J album. I actually took a listen to that Juicy J album. It's pretty fucking good. Um, don't really have an opinion on it because I listened to it while I was going to sleep. But um, you'll know if I like it. If I really like fuck like find some songs off of it, because I'll start a podcast with it in the future. But that pretty much ends um the hip hop uh, section of this podcast. Now on to things I learned on Twitter this week. If you were on Twitter today, which was yesterday, uh, November thirtieth or the thirty first, well, I don't know whatever whatever number day is the last day in November, whatever day that is. I can't think it. I don't know what it is. I don't know how many days November has in it. Is it thirty or thirty one? I don't know. I think it's thirty. But if you're on Twitter. Um, on the last day of November, you know some bullshit happened, but I'm gonna get to that. I'm gonna get to that bullshit in a second. What I really want to talk about is uh, some shit that happened three weeks ago. I just haven't talked about it yet on this podcast, but it's been I, it's I, it's been something I've been really thinking about a lot. So Twitter had added Twitter's added a uh, new feature, fleets. Um, don't really want to go into long. Uh, drawn out uh, explanation about what Fleets is. If you've been on Twitter, you know about it. If you listen to other podcasts, you heard about Fleets already. So that's not really what I want to talk about here. What I want to talk about is um, from the Twitter, the, the official Twitter um, page that released um, the notes about Fleets, they also announced that there was going to be a second update coming soon, which is basically just like the Clubhouse app. Now, this really interested me because I was thinking... Um, Clubhouse is such a small niche platform, and um, not many people are on it. Like, I have three invites on Clubhouse right now, and nobody wants them because nobody's on the app. The app is not big enough where everybody wants to be on Clubhouse. But if you are a creative, if you are, you know, if you are any type of creative, if you have a business, you want to be on Clubhouse because this is a great networking space. So that's what Clubhouse is. It is primarily right now. It's primarily just a place for creatives and business owners and business people to network on. That's what Clubhouse has been. And the the entirely of which I've been on it. Now, there has been a few bullshit rooms, which I like to get into. What well, Now, what is a bullshit room? A bullshit room is a room I walked in one to. I, I fucking walked in one room. It was called um, We Not Fucking On Air Mattresses. And niggas was in there popping shit. Great room. Funny shit. Funny content. It was almost like... Um, it was like late night Twitter conversations, but we were actually talking. Why do I say this? Because Twitter, like I said, Twitter introduced a... They said that they were going to introduce a new function on Twitter just like that. If Twitter adds that function, the clubhouse function, where I could just talk to my followers and shoot the shit the way we would do on the timeline, but instead we're in a clubhouse group room, I think that would be amazing. Now, why it's amazing? Everybody, everybody, everybody think they have something interesting to say. Everybody think that they're clever. Everybody thinks they're funny. Nigga, I do a podcast that about 60 people a week listen to, and I and I think I'm fucking hilarious because of you guys. My friends can't tell me shit because you niggas laugh at my jokes. So, like, everybody think they have this. Now, you give, every, you give everybody with a small fucking fan, a small fucking following on Twitter the ability to access this Clubhouse chat room, everybody will think they're podcasters. And I can't wait for this day. I can't wait for the day where um, they introduce this finally, the fucking Clubhouse feature. And niggas who are, are running Clubhouse like uh, uh, rooms on Twitter say, yo, I'm dropping a podcast. You know, my podcast coming out weekly. You know, I got a few of my friends. We going to do it. And I want to see how fast they stop doing it. Now, you like, Dom, why are you praying for niggas' downfall? Why you, why you hate so much? Because niggas think this shit is easy. 
Niggas think just talking into a microphone and having just like, oh, ha, 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 funny banter is easy. It's not. This is not an easy job, dog. Like, if you don't got nothing to talk about that week, you ain't got nothing to talk about. You can't fake it. Niggas will know when you when, when you talking into a mic and you're faking it. I put out some episodes in the past where niggas like, ah, Dom, you ain't really say nothing. And I was like, I know. I had nothing to say. But I got to do it because I've already I've already created I've, I've created an environment. I've created a fan base. Well, not less less of a fan base more of a following of people who expect to hear me once a week talk about things so when you don't have that it's like you know what i'm saying so you're gonna see a lot of these a lot of these twitter honeys with niggas are popping into a room she got a hundred hundred people 200 people 300 people in a room want to talk to her number one because she bad number three because she got seven seventeen thousand followers people just want to talk to her and she gonna think, oh, I could, I could monetize this. Let's start the podcast. And she's, and she's gonna have six episodes, and she gonna stop it. She gonna have six episodes, and she gonna stop that podcast. Cause I've seen it in real life with other podcasters. Like some of, some of, some of the podcasters I follow on Instagram, they go strong for a while, and then they just stop. Now, same could be said about me, cause I went strong for a very long time, but then I stopped. I was dealing with different shit. This shit, it wasn't that fun for me anymore. I had to fall in love with the process again. I'm falling in love with the process again. Don't talk about me right now. We're talking about you, bitch. But the point is, some of you niggas is going to stop doing podcasts because you thought that you were interesting enough to carry a podcast by yourself, but you're not. You're not. Like, I'm telling you right now, you're not. You 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 are not strong enough. You, you won't do it. Also... Uh, I, I want to talk about this because what does this what does this mean for the clubhouse app? Now, um, does the clubhouse app stay what it is now, like this very niche environment? Because right now, you can't just make a clubhouse uh, profile. You can't just download the clubhouse app and just make a profile immediately. You can't do it. That's not how the app works. You have to be invited. Uh, my man, uh, uh, I I, I got to say his name correctly. If I don't, he get me wrong. Um, I'm trying so hard to say his name. I, I want to say his name. I want to say it, but fuck it. Lair. Um, Lur. 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 Lur from Lair. Lur from Lair Lionel. Lur from Lur from Lair Lionel. That name is so fucking stupid, nigga. Your name is Lair. Shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> some of you, so, so first of all, some of you listeners like, who the fuck is he? Is he niggas he keep talking about? Lair and Lionel are my friends. I have there. I made friends through podcasting, and I talk to these niggas on the phone about once every few days, and we just t- be on group FaceTime. Very fucking gay. Very gay shit. But these are my homeboys, so don't worry about it. But um, Lair invited me to Clubhouse. It took like if if like, it took a few weeks, but I got invited. I say to say is you can't just get on Clubhouse and just make a and fucking make a profile and just start hopping in the rooms. You can't do it. You got to be invited. Have to be invited. So if Clubhouse keep this exclusivity aspect to it of like, yo, this is for like creatives. This is for people who are business people who are in the business. Um, I think Clubhouse can succeed now. Um, how do you now? How do you make money off of it? That's the question now, because Twitter forever now has been has been having problems with monetizing their platform. A billion users, but they're not making a billion dollars. Why? Because you can't you can't just start charging people for Twitter after it's been free for a whole long, uh, it, after after it's been free for forever now. Um, more people aren't using uh, Twitter uh, to purchase ads like on Instagram. Like on Instagram, Instagram makes, I believe a stat I saw was 15% of their money from personal ads, from people who 
um, are just like like from users, users on Instagram, uh, advertising through Instagram. So if you ever ran an Instagram ad, I've ran several Instagram ads before. That 15, I believe it was 15% of their money come from user ads. That same number doesn't translate on Twitter because it doesn't happen like that on Twitter. People know that you can't pay for advertisement on Twitter because it won't get recognized. Like, uh, people don't like to be... Uh, did, most users of Twitter are, um, number one, um, jaded. They're just jaded people. So if you if they see that they're being marketed to, they won't respond to it. But if but if it's naturally put in front of them, they'll they'll go for it. Like people on Twitter are more res- people on Twitter are more receptive to buy something from you if you got a hundred thousand retweets naturally than if you paid for a promo on their timeline. We're scrolling right past that on Twitter. That's just how it goes. So Twitter has been having a rough time trying to monetize their platform. Um, so how will Clubhouse do it? I, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't have the answer to it. Because me personally, if Clubhouse say, yo, pay a little five month. No, I'm not paying $5 a month. Suck my dick. I'm not paying $5 a month to be on a social media platform. On top of paying for Netflix. On top of paying for Hulu. On top of paying my phone bill. On top of like on top of my other bills, the last thing I want to pay for is a social media app. When there are many other social media apps that are free, this just doesn't sound like a smart idea. Especially with Twitter is introducing Clubhouse in their own platform already. Doesn't sound smart for me to play to pay for this when I can get it for free over here. So how would they monetize it? I don't know. Like you can't keep taking like like they could keep taking investors, but at some point the investors are going to want their money back. At some point the investors are saying you're valued at this much money. How will I get my money back? How will how will how will this five hundred thousand I gave you turn into a million later on? What's your plan to do that? I don't know. I don't know. I can't tell you, but I think that. Clubhouse could, um, Clubhouse, number one, first, first thing Clubhouse should do, and I shouldn't be giving Clubhouse free game like this, but I'm pretty sure they already thought of the idea, Clubhouse need to introduce a video feature. Now, everybody, it's not like every room it has to be a video room, but you should have the option to show your face in a video, in, 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 inside a room. It should be an option. Same way you have the option to mute yourself on Clubhouse, you should have the option to, uh, to, um, to have a video room makes sense i also heard joe biden talk about because i don't know about this he talked about um how there are private rooms now i didn't know there were private rooms i've never been invited to a private room i keep getting pinged to rooms by random women never been into a private room though <laughs> but you can be in private rooms so i think that's a, uh, these aren't ways to make money but these are ways to make the app different from what the twitter version of the app is going to be I think the ultimate way to make money is just to uh, have ads. That's the ultimate way to make money. Ultimate, the, the only way to make money truthfully is to just put ads into the app. Same way we do it on Twitter, same way we do it on Instagram, same way we do it on Facebook. As I scroll through, I get an ad every now and then. That's the only way to make money nowadays. Now, granted, you won't make as much money from an ad as a Twitter or Instagram will because you won't have this, because you won't have this, you won't have as many users, but these ads will be more targeted, right? So if you have a bunch of musicians on an ad on your uh, platform, then maybe uh, an advertisement for a microphone would do well because these people may need microphones. 
If you have a bunch of podcasters, maybe an advertisement for some podcasting equipment will do well on the ad. So just more targeted marketing so that you can say, like, no, these are these are the type of people that use our app. And if you want to advertise to these type of people, well, here they are. Give with this amount of money and you will see results. I don't know. I never went to business school. I just watch a bunch of business YouTube videos, dog. I don't know shit about nothing. But that's just my idea. Um, now on to the bullshit. Things I learned on Twitter this week, the bullshit. Um <laughs> Let me make sure I got the name of this fucking restaurant right. Uh because um Cause I I I need to make sure I got the name of this bitch right. I just need to make sure. Um uh uh let me uh let me start. Let me start let me start let me start let me start while I look and stuff. Okay. True Kitchen and Cocktails. Uh, that's the name of the restaurant. True Kitchen and Cocktails. So, the owner of True Kitchen and Cocktails told some black women who was in his restaurant to stop twerking, stop throwing that ass in his restaurant because um, this was because it was a high-class establishment. Um, let me play the actual video of what he says so we can get it. So I ain't, I, I, I ain't going to get his words messed up. I invested a lot of money into buying this building, into developing this concept so black people can have somewhere nice to go to, okay? Somewhere where we can feel good about ourselves as a... Come on! Stop the music, please! Notice how that was Mac the Stallion playing in the background where he said stop the music, but I digress. Somewhere where our people can feel good about ourselves as a culture, okay? Yeah. No, no, real talk. And so all this twerking and shit, take it to Prime, take it to Pink, don't bring it here because we're a restaurant. And so beyond that, 75% of my customers are ladies. And I want men to show respect for themselves for how they carry themselves here. So how can I tell the men to respect themselves and you guys are twerking on glass here? If you want to do it, get the fuck out of my restaurant. Because I did it for our people and I did it for our culture. So don't do it. No, don't do it again. I don't want to hear it. If you don't like it, get out because I don't need your money. I need to pr provide something for my people. And don't do it again. Thank you. This coon ass nigga. <laughs> First off, a few points. Let me just make a few points off top. Okay. Apparently he is a, apparently it's like a, a, a brunch type situation. Uh, they serve drinks. They serve Henny slushies. Oh, but they're classy. It's, it's, uh, they serve like, you know, it's, it's, it's that kind of environment. But inside the same environment, he liked to play his hip hop music. What I just heard, what I believe what I just heard was a Meg Thee Stallion record. If anybody who knows Meg Thee Stallion, if you know hip hop, then you know Meg Thee Stallion makes party music. If you know, if you know hip hop and you know women, you know that women love Meg Thee Stallion. If you know women, when women get a few drinks in their system and they hear their favorite song, the one thing they want to do is throw some ass. They want to shake some ass. That's what women want to do. They want to shake some boot. They want to, they, they immediately turn any place you at in a shaky butts. That's what, that's, that's what women do. I almost called them bitches there, but I didn't. I stopped because I'm on the side of y'all today. <laughs> I'm on your team today. And I didn't want my point to get watered down with me just calling you a bitch in the middle. But women love this shit. So how can you expect, how can you expect women who are drinking, who are hearing the favorite song, not to dance. Some people are say self-control, which I just say, no. 
No, no, no. I paid money to eat here in this establishment. Did I, I paid you money to eat here in this establishment. You are playing my song. I pay for my alcohol. I want to dance. I want, to, oh, what the fuck was that? I want to dance. If you go onto the Instagram, which if, if uh, later on, Keon, remember to put the pictures up on the screen if you can find them. Um, if you go on Instagram, there is a picture of the layout of the restaurant. Very big place, very big place. But in this place, they have a dance floor and a stage. How is this not a club, my nigga? How is this not a club? Bro, you're like, you're charging people $10,000 for a section like it's a club. It's a club. Call it what you want. It's a club, bruh, bruh. That, that, it is, that is what it is. It is what it is. And I see the dumbest argument I saw today. The dumbest argument I saw today on the timeline. And this shit made me mad because I realized why women think men are fucking serial killers and psychopaths. I realized this today. Uh, one nigga said, um, one nigga said in response to uh, women shaking their ass when their song come on, he said, well, next time they can play some shoot 'em up music, I'm going to put my gun out. I'm like, whoa. Nigga, did you just compare the urge to murdering to the to wanting to dance? Is that what you just trying to get off? Did you just tell me that wanting to murder somebody is the same as wanting to dance? You niggas are psychopaths. <laughs> like, I get it. I see why women be afraid because you niggas are fucking nuts. How you gonna look me dead in my face? And ask me this. How you gonna look me like answer this for a second? How you gonna look me dead in my face and say, yo, shaking ass, same thing as shooting people? That's what you just said to me, bro, bro. That's what you just said. No, and you and you're not gonna say that, but that's that's what you said. That's called a logical fallacy. In the world of debating, that is when you bring up something that seems to be the same as one thing, but it's really not. Logical fallacy. Now, I may have the definition wrong, and maybe some smart niggas going to come correct me, but that's my understanding of it from ninth grade civics class. <laughs> bro, because you niggas are fucking ridiculous, bro. That was the dumbest shit I ever heard in my life. That was, like, that was crazy. If you don't want, if you don't want people to dance to the music that you're playing, don't play dance music. Playing is simple. Like, if you don't want people to do uh, shaky butts moves, don't play shaky butt music. Wow, what a concept. What a concept. I get it. You want to create an environment. You want to create an atmosphere, right? You, like, you you want to you cultivate the vibe. But the vibe that you cultivated is maybe not the vibe that you wanted. And that's okay. But that's okay to change the vibe up. I've seen people say that uh, there's a video of him walking up to the table and asking those same women to stop to to stop dancing politely the first time, and they didn't, and it, and it kept going. Seems like you as an executive, seems like you as an executive, you as an executive, you as a business owner, you as the owner of this place, should not make the decision to uh, 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 yell at your patrons. That's that's not what you don't. That's 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 what you don't do. You don't yell at people who feed your family. You don't do that dumb shit. What you do is you walk to your DJ and say, hey, DJ, I pay you money to cultivate a vibe here. The vibe that you cultivated isn't a vibe I got in mind for my brand. How about you play some different music? How about you play some R&B? Bitches ain't going to shut their ass to uh, the R&B. Don't do that. Let's change it up a little bit. Solve the problem. 
ain't never been in no club. I ain't never seen two pretty best friends. I ain't never been in no club. I never been no kickback. I ain't been in no party where like our slow R and B music was playing and women wanted to shake their butt. They might do a little, a little, a little, a little auntie, little grind, but not no, not not not, not no twerking. Come on, nigga, make perfect sense. And there was a line in here. I want to see if I can find this line in here. Let me see if I can find it. Seventy-five percent of my customers are ladies, and I want men to show respect for themselves for how they carry themselves here. So how can I tell the men to respect themselves? And you guys are talking on glass here. If you want to do it? Nigga said, seventy-five percent of my customers are ladies, and I want men to respect themselves. But how can I tell the men to respect themselves if you are shaking your butt on glass tables? What? What, my nigga? Did you just say that men can't control themselves if they see an ass shaking? Is that what you just said to me? Did you just try to say that all men are sexual predators because you a predator, nigga? You projected, my G. You're projecting, my G. I could watch Shawty shake her butt and not feel like, oh, I want to rape her. Like, the fuck is wrong with you, niggas? You niggas is weird. I'm not about to see Shawty shaking her butt and be like, oh, I got to attack that. No, I'm going I'm to watch respectfully from a distance. I'm watching respectfully. That's all I'm going to do. I ain't like, <laughs> like because a woman is shaking her butt don't mean I can't respect her. If that thing moving, moving, I'm going to respect her more. Fuck is you talking about? Like, <laughs> like you niggas is weird. Like, I hate this guy. I'm not going to lie. This shit, this shit been on my conscience all day. Um, This was the talk of Twitter this morning. And what, what time I started tweeting? This is my first tweet was at 12, 19 p.m. By the time I started tweeting about it, the timeline was already talking about this shit for five hours, dog. <laughs> for five hours, niggas was already talking about this shit. So, nah, bro. I just don't, I don't like, I also don't like how um, um, the nigga was posted on his Instagram stories, a bunch of other black people who was like, um, here's one, a Zach quote. He, he doubled down. The owner posted, I don't know if the owner runs the Instagram account, but whoever runs the True Kitchen Cocktails Instagram account reposted this onto their story. Somebody said, definitely adding True Kitchen Cocktails to my foodie list now that he banned those Negroes. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Got it. Negroes. Cool. All right. I'm rolling with that. All right. We Negroes. Fine. Mm. Just seem like you. It seem like you acting like you're better than everybody else. Seem like you. Um, I'm saying. Another person said, "Y'all, y'all wouldn't haven't y'all wouldn't even y'all wouldn't even did this shit at Cheesecake Factory though." Shaking my head on fucking glass tables too. Um, number one, cheesecake don't play Meg Thee Stallion. So no, I would not. I would not advise anybody to shake their ass to some fucking Smash Mouth at Cheesecake. No, I would not advise that. No. And they wish he said, Cinder, Cinderella booty shaking as ingrates. Hmm. It's giving me very much like, uh, it's, giving, it's giving me very much like you went to HBCU and think you better than other black people. That's what it's giving me now. I don't know, but I'm just based off the vibe I'm receiving and make me feel like you think you better than other niggas because your school was all black because you went to Morgan. Made me feel like you know what I'm saying, oh, my boyfriend was a Kappa. Ooh, I let the Kappas run a train on me. Bitch, you're not better than us. Shut up. Shut up. Shut the fuck up, nigga. You hype as shit. 
Calm your fucking pussy down, nigga. Smack the shit out you, nigga. Shut the, f- puss, shut the fuck up, nigga. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, right, yeah, uh-huh. Come back, pussy. Talking all this tough shit. I really don't like, I I don't like coons. Coons make me so fucking angry, and all I'm getting from those posts is very much coon. Um, Shout out to the gays for the term is very much. The gays be having some some slang that be slapping, too. Y'all, yo, shout out to the gays. Y'all my niggas, because the gays be having it when it come down to slang. By the way, <laughs> hold on, can I, this for the, Okay. This may not translate well <laughs> on just audio. This this 100% may may not translate well. But this is a tweet that says, Azalea Banks after making house music. No, this is the tweet says Azalea Banks making Azalea Banks releasing house music after going on a whole performance rant. This is for faggots. <laughs> That joke may not translate well to to audio. I just think that shit's so fucking funny. Yo, you gotta peep the way he say the f word though. You gotta, you gotta understand the 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 visceral this is for faggots. The the visceral this is for faggots. This is for faggots. Yo, if you play this out loud, I'm sorry. I did the F word just got played several times, and I'm gonna run it back one more time because I like the way he say it. This for faggots. <laughs> Why he say it in between like the house be singer though? Oh my god, I love that. Okay, all right, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> basically, all I'm saying is, yo, if you want to shake your ass, shake your ass, sweetheart. Go ahead, Quinn, shake your butt. Who gonna stop you? Like, who we got to be nice for these white people? Fuck them crackers, yo. Niggas, some of y'all cool-ass niggas want to be, be the nice white, the nice white, acceptable... Bl- <laughs> oh, wow. Some of you cool-ass niggas want to be the nice, acceptable black person for these crackers, and that's your damn problem. Some of y'all want to live up to this white gaze, and that's your goddamn problem now. Why do we need white people pay- paperwork? We don't need it. We don't need white folk paperwork. It's okay to not look acceptable in the eyes of the white man. Who gives a fuck about them? You will not be my oppressor and my savior. I won't allow it. Suck my dick. That's all I'm saying, yo. So, sweetheart, queen, listen here, queen. If you want, if if you want to shake your ass, queen, shake your ass. Who gonna stop you? I'm gonna support you, and I'm gonna pipe you up. Hey, hey, yeah, shake it, shake it, jump below. Drop below. Listen, them ad libs come free. You ain't got paid for those. You're welcome. <laughs> um, oh yeah, yeah. That's that's been weighing heavy on my conscience. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie to you. I I ain't gonna lie to you. Um, now, um, because I don't have any whole stories. Well, I have some. I just can't think of any right now. Um, I want to rant about something now. I want to rant. What does the term applied pressure mean? No, it's okay. Like, literally, I want women to think about this because I've been asking women in my life, what do they mean 
when they say I want a nigga to apply pressure and I haven't got a consistent answer yet. It's been all over the place. From I, I, I asked women in different age groups and women from different backgrounds, but they all know what the phrase meant, and they all have different. They all had different definitions of the phrase. So I've been really curious about what applied pressure means, because to me, any woman who says they want a man to apply pressure, they mean they want you to email them after they block you and everything. <laughs> like no, mamas, you want a stalker. That's what you want. <laughs> you want a nigga who don't know when it's... You want a nigga who don't know how to say when. That's, like... Women who want a man to apply pressure, they're basically saying that, that they want you to be obsessed with them regardless of how they treat you. Women won't text you back and be like, you didn't apply any pressure. You didn't text back for several days in a row. At some point, I'm going to move on. Like, at some point, I'm going to cut my losses. So what does applied pressure mean? Because I can't get a consistent answer on it. And not, and by the way, women don't want a man to apply pressure, honestly, truthfully. Now, you may say that as a cute saying for social media, but I know women in real life. And y'all taking whatever lousy effort you are receiving from a man that you like. From a man that you like, from a man that you already want. He doesn't have to apply pressure. The bare minimum will do. Because there is a man right now in your DMs. Any woman who listens to this, you lie to me. There is a man right now in your DMs who is applying pressure. By what my definitions of being consistent, being there for me, wanted to take me out on dates, paying for those dates. That was the answer I got about applying pressure. There's a man in your DMs doing all those things. He's been he's consistently DMing you every time you post a story. He asks you out on to dinner at least once a week, and it's always a different spot. He never says the same place twice. This man is consistent. And he's willing to pay. But you don't want him. So that pressure he's a pride is null and void because that's the nigga you want. Women want the man who don't pay them no attention to apply pressure. Now, if this is coming off as sexist, I apologize for the rip. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to come off as sexist right now. I'm coming off based off what I've been seeing on the timeline. And if my perspective is sexist, I apologize for the rip. Because I'm not, I'm not trying to hate women or be a misogynist. That's all I'm doing. I'm just going based off what I've been seeing a lot. Women, I didn't keep hearing this fucking microphone. Women who, um, women want the man who don't want them to apply pressure. Women have this constant, some women, not all women, but some women have this, this, uh, this, uh, this, this, this urge to have things they can't have. They want the nigga that don't want them because they don't want them. So they want you to apply pressure, but this nigga don't want you. He does not want you. And a nigga that you have, he never applies pressure. And you're fine with that because you already love him. But the nigga that applies pressure, you don't accept it because you don't like him. He has some superficial flaw that you don't agree with. He's too short. Um, his hairline pushback. Uh, whatever, 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 whatever the reason you have as a woman to not like a man, you, you, whatever your reason is, it's, it's whatever. 
Uh, but but you have that reasoning. And by the way, you have the right to have that reasoning. Like You have the right to not like a man for whatever superficial reason. Same way a man has the right to not like a woman for whatever superficial reason. Oh, I don't like her because her titties far apart. Okay, whatever. Women don't be liking niggas because he too because he inch too short than what she usually like. Women don't be liking niggas because he don't got a six-pack abs. Like, bitch, you never work out a day in your life. Like, we all like people for superficial reasons or don't like people for superficial reasons. And that's okay. That's fine. So I'm not trying to make it like a thing. But it's whatever. I'm just saying, what does applied pressure mean? Because to me, pressure should be like a magnet. We should push each other forward. Both should be pushing the pressure against each other until the magnets connect. You know how magnets fight each other before they want to connect because they're opposites. You got to apply that pressure until them bitches connect. That's what a relationship should be. Not one side just constantly pressuring the other side and niggas should be like, oh, try harder because that's no fun. That's no fun. That's my take on, that's my rant on women who say they want pressure applied because it does not make sense. Um, now, um, I'm trying to, I'm about to see if I can find um, the no DJ Khaled version of this B.B. King song. Uh, because um, I really like the song, but I don't want DJ Khaled to come through and fuck up the song um, about five bars in, which he's going to do. So, so whatever. It's B.B. Hey, King. The blues is now kicking and dinner is three Michelin. I don't eat red meat, but still got beef sizzling. Know that I need discipline. I keep singing for all these hoes. They keep listening. Niggas love to bro up with the boy and that fishes, but we are not equivalent, dog. I've been the only child, don't need siblings. And I'm past him like the times that he's living in. Okay. Man. If you saw what I flew here, you'd be like, he's sickening. If you're not running some top, we're not going to keep kicking it. No serious three, Little Wayne and Drake, let's go. Hey. The blues is now kicking and dinner is three Michelin. I don't eat red meat, but still got beef sizzling. Know that I need discipline. I keep singing for all these hoes. They keep listening. Niggas love to bro up with the boy and that fishes, but we are not equivalent, dog. I've been the only child, don't need siblings. And I'm past him like the times that he's living in. Okay. Man. If you saw what I flew here, you'd be like, he's sickening. If you're not running some top, we're not gonna keep kicking it. Classics, I keep scribbling. Lights in the universal building just keep flickering. Money just keep coming in. You would think I'm Irish the way that it stays doubling. I could feed a country with the tax that I paid governments. Whatever they're doing with my cash is very troubling. Okay. February came around, I used to get paid shoveling, so clothes, walk dogs, trust me, I stayed hustling. When it came to school, there's no way that I'm A-plusing it, so I just dropped out of it. Trust me, I'm not proud of it. Niggas get too comfy and they spot, they get knocked out of it. Niggas get a gun just so they can make props out of it. Shorty make a scene in the house, she get locked out of it. Yeah. You're not about to be chilling in this bitch with kick feet up. I'ma make you bounce out this hole like Big Frida. Pito used to throw a purple tin on a two-liter. First private plane I ever rode was an eight-seater. Before that, I got the bedroom high with a space heater. On top of that, I didn't have shit to my name either. That's real. But now I'm giving house tours till it's back to world tours. 
Play that mask off when they find a real cure. I may not be good for it, but I'm real tour. Got no time for it, but give Rich a meal tour. That's the only way I know how to express love. My dogs love sticks and drums like they quest love. All them jokes about Aubrey, they got me messed up. Yeah, man, that's uh BB King freestyle of No Silence 3. Um, I didn't play the I didn't play the Wayne verse. Go listen to Wayne verse yourself. Song about four minutes long. Plus DJ fucking DJ Khaled comes in and fucking stops the song. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like the song a lot. I'm actually gonna listen to the rest of the album tonight while I play 2K, um, just to have a real take on it. But um, yeah, man, um, I'm back in the flow of things. Um, I should have a clip out to, with this tomorrow. Um, I'm probably lying. I probably won't. Um, <laughs> I don't be feeling edited. But this has been another episode of the Listeners... Oh, wow. Fucked up. And I'm not editing this shit out. Fuck that. This has been another episode of the Listen to Why You Shit podcast. The home of Potty Mouse. The only podcast that encourages you to listen to why you shit. The fastest growing podcast in history of podcasts. Not Google that because that is a facto. Who ain't gonna believe, nigga? Me and Google. They're minding a dead right now and be afraid of them niggas. I have been your host, Dom Sharp. There's two things in this world that every human has. Opinions and assholes. I so happen to be an asshole with opinion. Thanks for listening, boys. Wow. Wow. Did you listen to that whole podcast? No, like seriously, the whole thing you listened to? Uh-uh. You're lying. You did not listen to that whole thing. How are you single? Doesn't make how? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> but nah, seriously. Um, thank you. I appreciate you so much for listening to that whole podcast. It means the world to me that you listen to that whole thing. But if you really listen to that whole thing and you enjoyed the content that you just heard, I need you to do me a few favors, okay? I need you to go over to our Instagram page at listen to this why you shit. Go over to our Twitter page at listen and shit and give us a follow on both accounts. And since you're on social media already, I need you to share this content with your friends. If you really if you really enjoy the content that you just heard, share it with the people that you fuck with. Post it on your Instagram story. Tweet about it. Post it on Facebook. Doesn't matter to me. Share the content with people so I can grow. If I grow, we grow. This is a family over here, dog. I know that sound like cheesy and shit. That's what like YouTubers say. We're like, no, what's up, fam? Nah, but honestly, like, I appreciate everybody who listens to this. Like, if if like go on my Instagram. Like I I respond to damn near all the comments to of people who comment on the page. I really want to build a community and I really want you to be a part of this community. And I want your friends to be a part of this community. I want all of us to have inside jokes that only we get from this podcast. So thank you. I appreciate you. And I can't wait to see you next week. Wow. Have a good day.